0: stables you can see it behind me
1: it's awesome we are here it is not Thursday night so we're mixing things up it's Friday night it is a field trip and ladies and gentlemen welcome to episode 27 27 of low expectations (laughs) the Levante stables field trip and you better believe tonight the beer is fantastic it's
0: amazing but we're gonna mess something up. yeah we're terrible yeah we're we're just the
1: worst (laughs) so sorry and we have guests Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have Jim, and we've got Matt. What's
2: going on, guys? Yeah. We're live.
1: How are you guys doing tonight? We're doing good. Good, man. Uh, We are so thankful that... We caught a break in the weather. Yeah, yeah. We're able to rock this outside.
0: Absolutely. We're so thankful for you having us here. Thank you so much. This is our like, pleasure. we feel like like we just made the big time. Uh, we're at Levante, man. Yeah. They, don't, they don't know enough to say no yet.
2: <laughs> we're not big time. Yeah, we're not We're not. We stick to our If roots. we're getting big time, we're going to have to change yeah. things. Well, yeah. Once I think we're big time, then uh, we're out. Yeah, then we're out. Yeah, yeah, you're we're you're out. my
0: kind of big time. <laughs>
2: I wow. uh, yeah, appreciate it, guys. Cheers, man. Cheers. 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 Yeah, appreciate Cheers. it. It's nice to feel normal again, you know? Oh, wow,
0: yeah. It, it, it yeah. is really, it is, um, it's like somebody flipped a switch. Yeah, All of a
1: sudden, it's awesome cool. that you said that because yeah. tonight feels totally normal. Right. It does. It kind of feels like back to where we were. Yeah, it's yep.
2: really nice. And certainly not discounting the fact that we still have a situation, yes. but. We're, I think we can agree we're on a different phase of this right now. Yeah. And, you know, we're starting to, in some areas, getting some relief. So it's awesome just to be able to see you guys with no mask on and beautiful weather here. Yeah. So glad to have you. Yeah.
1: Right. So if you don't mind, I got some questions for these guys. I want to jump right in.
0: Everybody knows when we're on a field trip, I pretty much just sit here and be quiet. Except tonight I'll do my best to stay quiet. Yeah, he's but
1: a, He's a fanboy. He's yeah. A fanboy. I will
0: try not to interrupt too much. him.
1: Um, Can I so, tell them what I'm
0: drinking? I think you should. All right. It's a beautiful so, start. I have, it was recommended to me four times. I had to try the dope. And it is an incredible 10% triple. It's delicious. Uh, a perfect sweetness. Stop it with the triples. Just incredible. Um, I had, I also had the, the, the Mandarina, which is the Tangerine Kolsch which was top. That much. we can agree on. Loved it. 1,000%. Loved that one, too. I haven't
1: had the dope. You, know, you guys know, if you watch, I'm shaking my head, because this is a long-standing argument we have about pre-gaming. You don't pre-game with a triple. I mean... Humans it's risky. don't pre-game with a trip. That's risky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, to start, I tried the new Philly Beer Week release. So
1: what you're saying is you had a couple
0: pre-show beers tonight. I did. <laughs> yeah, the Philly Beer Week release is um, Marigold Moondrops. Yep. Right? Did I say that right? Yep. Marigold Moondrops. And I was really impressed with that. The color blew me away. The, the pale straw color of it was just amazing. And it oh. was
1: Equally as good. Hey, you kids at home, Philly Beer Week starts today, right? So there's all yes, kinds of fun yep. shenanigans going on for the next week. <laughs> all right, I'll stop. No, it's fine. I- I'm drinking a tiny tickle. The old the old standby. You know me. You know my pregame strategy. Just a tiny tickle to start things off. Start low. Yeah. Start low, T- ramp your way up. Ramp, ramp my everywhere. way up. And it's that marathon, way you range. don't crash and burn. Yep. But if you take a look at him, and then you take a look at me, you see he's six times the size of me. That's true. So he can do triples to start off.
0: Whatever, long dude. standing Get into your questions, All man. Right. You know you like it. What do you got
2: for All it, All right, so
1: I'm going to start with you, too. Go easy. Go I'm going to start with you. All it
0: right. is
2: easy. How long you been with the company? Since the beginning. Yeah. Let's see. We started... Um, 2015? 2015. I joined in mid-2015. Um, now, my partners, some of them had already started things. I mean, it was well underway. Um, but they, they were on the launch pad. Needed a little bit more um, capital to get Levante started, um, and I was just uh, I was I was working with another brewery at the time out of Phoenixville, and uh, you know and things changed and there was an opportunity to talk to uh, to Tim Flores and and, uh, and some other folks and I just was inst- I instantly knew that yep. this was what I needed to do and where I wanted to be and. I remember they said, okay, you know, signed a big check, you know, okay, now I own some of the company, now what do I do? They're like, do you want to be an owner or an owner operator? I'm like, what's an owner operator? Like, you actually work for the place. I like, go, oh, sign me up. So, you know, started the uh, Carter Drive tap room and then uh, moved on to marketing uh, and social That's media. That's what I was going to ask
1: if you could, I know it's hard mm-hmm. because you wear probably 75 different hats, but not anymore. If thankfully. you could define your role, what would your role be?
2: I have never had an official title or role. I'm You're the kinda, guy that gets stuff done. I don't know about that, but You're like, the guy that they turn I to and say, I just do whatever they tell me to do. They're take like, out Jim the trash, build a website, <laughs> park cars, which I've done, uh, clean the toilet, paint a door, pour beer. But no, honestly, I do all the uh, the customer service, customer outreach, all of those things, all the social messaging and. You know, a variety of all those different social platforms—they're—they're they're coming in through me, and I'm—I'm I'm responding to everybody. Yeah, anybody that has an issue, anybody that wants to say something nice, I'm on the other end of it. So, um, it's awesome. I just—I love people. Um, I think it's a great position for me uh, in this company, and um, I just love interacting with our with our customers. And it's—it's it's such cool. a huge. Piece of how you guys,
1: how all breweries operate. I think now is the social media piece. I mean, yep. if you don't have a lockdown social media outlet yep. to communicate to your customers, yep.
2: and, and thankfully we've upped our game, our marketing game, and we've brought people in that are far more talented, you know, um, than when I did it, and I think. It's given us a more professional and polished approach, and it's it's scheduled and it's organized. It's not all over the place, and it's a hard job, because we have multiple brands, because we have the Revive Seltzer brand, and um, multiple channels, multiple locations, so it, it's a lot of work, yeah. and I give them a lot of credit for keeping it up-to-date, keeping the content fresh, and keeping the audience engaged, so stuff. Well, because, and it's, I can speak to this because we're one of them,
1: they're like a bunch of little birds out there looking at shiny objects when they're trying to figure out where they want to buy their beer. Sure. It's like, here, there.
2: I'm there. They have a lot <laughs> of options.
1: Like, hey, hey. Right? Yeah. Today's
2: craft <laughs> beer enthusiast in Southeast Pennsylvania or anywhere, but in Southeast Pennsylvania has a ton of options. Yeah. yeah. Right. And not only Good the options, local too. options, right, Matt? Yes. it's It's all the outside beer that's coming in, whether it's, you know, Other Half or it's uh, Burley or it's Trillium now is, is dropping beer through the mail for you. Um, it's it's literally equilibrium. A lot of heavies out there that are coming into our area, and it's 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 a challenge. Um, and but it's never been a better time for the craft beer enthusiasts in Pennsylvania. So yeah. I mean, it's it's a wonderful time for beer lovers.
0: Yeah. Talking about through the mail, a year ago, Mercury was already up and running, yeah. and <laughs> running really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You were pretty much the only the only place that I know of in Pennsylvania that had that shipping option it's up and running. Hands. Yeah, and ready it was to go. Tired
2: Hands and I think yeah. uh, who in Pittsburgh. So yeah, it was Beaver Brewing in Pittsburgh um, did it. So we were second, Tired Hands was first. They beat us by like a month. We had it all in planning. Then they went live, and we were like, oh shucks, <laughs> they 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 beat us to it. But anyway, a month later, we fired up. Um, and it was a slow approach because people weren't buying beer in the mail. Right. And then Ew. COVID happened. Yeah.
0: And, and it, was, was it good for you?
2: It was, it was overnight our model changed. Yeah, well but you guys, you
3: guys kind of were like ahead of the pivot. I think yeah. so it's like. I like, assume. We would, you know, on a, on a good day prior to COVID, it would be like 15 cases go yeah. out. Um, once COVID hit, I think we had our best day. It was like 120. We're like three pallets worth of. In a day. Box beer. Yeah. Deep. And that was the case yeah. throughout lockdown. Yeah. Um, we were, you know, it was, we were blessed to have that model in place in order to, you know, we did it overnight, literally yeah. overnight. You March.
2: Know. Yeah. To your point, March, April, and May of 2020 were the biggest months in the company's history.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: Mercury <laughs> online sales blew up by 650 something percent overnight. Yep. I mean, we were like, okay, we got to figure out a way to do curbside. So we figured that out. And then, then everybody started to come, you know, figuring out and going, look, we need to do the same thing. And now there's 50, 60 breweries in Pennsylvania that deliver through UPS or some other carrier. Um, and A few there, of them yeah. came to us,
3: you know, well, at least to me. It was like, hey, how are you guys doing this? So like, you know, we got to do this too. You know, I was legal to, you know, at least give them some direction. But you know, it's crazy to see like how we had the, you know.
1: Did you have any experience with
3: them? No. Or you personally? No. Oh no. I so Meg. Uh, Meg Radda, She's our uh, director of fulfillment. She uh, she put together our Mercury program. She's and, awesome, by the way. I yes, she spent a couple times
1: nestled next to her at beer fest. Yep. pouring Beer beers. Yes, her, and I, her and I
3: have union season tickets
2: together, and uh, we have. Dupe.
3: Yep. Dupe. Dupe.
2: Dupe. Dupe. Yep. Yeah. She's awesome. I mean, yeah. she was. She's the center of that whole operation. She and Brett. Um, they do a fantastic job. There's others involved as well, of course, but those two have been really pivotal. You know, when this whole thing kind of blew up, and the curbside orders they blew up, and then going through summer, we you know you started seeing a little bit of you know getting not back to normal. That's that would be the wrong phrase, but starting to figure out the new normal. Right. Bars and restaurants started opening up again, right. but they weren't buying kegs, they were buying cans. Because they didn't want to get, were, I mean, they weren't pouring draft. Right. You know, you could come in and get cans and leave, and you get food. They were doing curbside too. So our model switched to that. And then, our, you know, retail was suffering for us, like everybody else. So you're like, do we go into wholesale? We never did that before. So we pulled a ripcord on wholesale, and that's why you can see our cans now on shelves, which was never part of something that we wanted to do, but it was a necessity, um, and uh, thankfully so, the demand was there. Oh, the demand is now our yeah. wholesale business is outpacing the retail side of things, and now with the opening of everything, retail starting to come back. So you have to have your fork in a bunch of different uh, buyers. 2021, the year of being agile. You have to be <laughs> right. Cheers to that. You have to be. I mean, you know. You're worth the imprint. You know those guys are probably going through similar situations. Ryan, those guys are like, all right, we got to figure it out. We're opening new locations. That's a whole another scary proposition. And, and we talked to Well Crafted, and we talked to oh, Round sure. Guys, and they they're telling the
1: same story. Yeah. It's it's like constantly being presented with challenges and opportunities.
2: Sure, the the Doug and the guys from Well Crafted, super guys, super and guys. Scott from uh, from Round Guys. The thing about Well-Crafted was, and it was kind of sad, they, they they saw this opportunity to go across the street, and then the restrictions come in, and so they, you know, we've all been there, where we opened, we put a lot of money to redo the stables. Yeah, and it got closed. And three <laughs> weeks later, we were closed. I want to talk to you about that a little bit later. Sure.
4: <laughs>
1: but I want to talk to you real quick, because I asked him, now I want to ask you, how long have you been uh, A few months
3: more than him. I started, my hire date was August 2015. He's actually the one who hired me. So I used to, there's a farmer's Terrible market. That, idea. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible, I can't yeah. believe it worked uh, out. <laughs> so there's a farmer's market right next door to uh, the Westchester facility and I would used to get my produce there. And oh so, yeah, I've
1: been shopping there. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: And so I would, you know, I lived within walking distance. I so would always walk past Levante and, you know, it's like I used to work at Hitchhiker in Pittsburgh um, and moved out here to finish up school, um, stayed for Levante. Uh,
1: and so Walk past there, was they were eventually open, got a flight, talked to this guy, and... Well, and now I know, I hesitate to ask this next question based upon how evasive he was, but <laughs> do you got a role? What's that? What's oh, your yeah. role? Oh, do, oh, yes, my role is defined, <laughs> yes. I'm production
2: manager. Yeah, I have a role. <laughs> I've tried it. Just nothing, sticks. Uh, nothing I, sticks. I don't even know if they want me to be around anymore. You're like I'm a ninja. You're like do. a beer
3: ninja. You are definitely our biggest fan. I will say that.
2: <laughs> fan, will say that. <laughs> without, without question. Yeah. Without yeah. question. There
0: you go. That's a good name for like, a role.
2: I'm like... And, and, and hear me out the right way. I just say this in fun, but it, you kind of get the meaning. I'm like Superman. I've never seen, but I'm always around. You know, it's like, that's the whole thing. But I don't, I don't, I don't do anywhere near what my partners and guys like Matt and Meg and... And, and Trevor and Ryan and the rest of them, they work so hard. We have such an amazing team and culture. I'm i am blessed to just be along for the ride. Well, definitely running a successful brewery takes a metric
0: crap ton of effort. Totally. In 2015, what role were you hired on as? I
3: was a taproom we tap boy. Okay, so you're a taproom in Started
0: 2015. Tap room. Yeah, I okay. had no
3: brewing experience. I kind of, you know, just throughout school, stuck with Avante, graduated, and they, they needed brewery help, and then got, you know, foot in the door as a brewery technician and just worked my way up.
0: That's awesome. And, you know, yeah. That's a good story, He's man. He's a great success. Yeah, cheers, cheers to that. To that. Yeah, that's oh, super man. awesome. Oh, you wow. You're a great <laughs> love success. to hear that. That's cool.
1: Um, how'd you fall into Craft Beer? I mean, I, so, I hear about the geographic desirability, but was there an interest in craft beer in it was so i mean it was, it was gradual
3: honestly so like my first introduction to craft beer what i thought was craft beer was hogarting you know i was you know i knew nothing about beer and i saw you know i i had blue moon and then i had hogart and it's like these are they're both wits, but they with both, with or without the fruit oh without <laughs> i'd eat i eat the garnish but i don't actually put it in there but,
1: I had to ask. I had to but, ask.
3: But, but, you know, it's like those two are you know defined as wit beers, but they're they're very different wit beers, and that kind of was like light bulb went off in my head is like okay, you know, beers very diverse. Um, and so from there, got you know I, I was working at a restaurant at the time, and then moved to, to Hitchhiker. Hitchhiker, uh, worked for them for a year and a half, just you know pouring beer, and, and it was it was pretty cool, you know, learning all the styles and, yeah. and and all that and then coming out to levante same thing is it just you know my my interest grew and grew a lot of a lot of research outside of work a lot of you know organoleptic testing throughout throughout the ways and uh yeah just now. being
1: surrounded by it on a daily basis right right you know, that's and, cool and, you, know, you pick up little bits
3: here and there about you know what makes a certain beer that and and you know, it's, it's cool to now actually be able to apply that knowledge from a creative standpoint as well yeah. as, you know, a business standpoint. It's a lot of, you know, a lot of people have rose-colored glasses and think this this is, you know, we're just standing there staring at a glass of beer and, you know, drinking it. But really, it's, you know, we got to figure out how to make we it
1: efficiently. I can to see your Instagram when I see you doing that pose with the cast
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, efficiently, with, with, without waste, with, without losing a batch. I mean, yep. Yep. losing a batch has got to be Well, kind of well the hardest
1: call of all is, we can't serve
0: this. This one's yeah. okay, do we, we serve? It. Yeah, right. well, yeah, it
2: happens to everybody, Yeah, right. Yeah, the very yeah. second batch that we made on the big system when we first opened, we had to let it go. Um, Were you brewing before you jumped into this? Yeah. Yeah, so... Home brewing for, for years. I still do it, you know. Um, and Levante has made me a better homebrewer, you know, which is kind of weird. It's, like, opposite. Um, but Matt and the younger guys are the talent. Um, I brewed on the big system a couple times. Last time was last September. I brewed a batch of tickle parts. That was hilarious. It was You were there. It was me, my partners, Paul, and Tim. And we didn't remember how to use the damn system. Because they have notes <laughs> well, they on it up, They ended up
3: putting, like, an extra 100 pounds of malt in, like, the... Yep. And it got to a certain point where I was like, man, I wish I just did this myself.
2: <laughs> I know. Yeah, he really was like, I mean, can you only imagine what that was like? Our three knucklehead, the yeah. owners of the company. Jim, let's Yeah, brewing a beer. <laughs> and we're like, I don't even remember how to use this thing. And, then, then, and some of the equipment is sensitive. We'll say sensitive. And the readings, you know, it's like there was all this writing on it. Uh, I'm like, I just need to do it. Like a temperature check on this thing and you got to like tap it and barely touch the dials Mister and stuff too. i'm like
1: hey buddy, how you seriously doing? if you look at it the wrong
2: way it goes sideways but oh, yeah. these guys are masters <laughs> of it
1: so that's how you when you wrote the check you already had a background in brewing and you were like yeah this is something i could do
2: i was i knew that i wasn't the brewing talent i knew that but that was i was a interests. hobbyist on steroids and i wanted to make beer um, I thought about opening my own place and then I realized at the time six seven years ago That the best thing for me to do what do I have more time skill or money? And I had time and I had a couple of dollars that I could afford to invest and I recognized that the skill comes from guys like yeah. Matt And that they're the true artisans in there um, But I you yeah, know I love every aspect of the brewery and the brewery process and every line of business that we're in and uh, work with my partners and it's been, I've learned a ton. We have some really, really smart, talented people. and. They're great mentors and I can learn a lot from them. Cheers, you guys are doing that's nice awesome because, right uh, That's cheers. a third it one takes, tonight, it takes it village, nice? guys. Yeah. yeah we're having
1: fun. It I'm is. happy we're outside yeah. with Dude. great people, it's drinking just good beer. You no,
3: know, I will say the first time I ever brewed a batch of beer was like two months before I started in the brewery at Levante. I you now know he's had, the head brewer. Yeah, yeah. You know it's it's so you know, kids at home, like it's don't incredible. <laughs> don't don't let anybody tell
1: you you can't be a production manager at all you know, what you did was you put the hard work on
0: yeah yeah that's what you did yeah a fun beer would be something like we're sorry the owners made this one (laughs) don't blame us (laughs) (laughs) Brewers day off (laughs) it it has been
3: a cool cool journey you know it's like it's kind of you know my story at least I feel is one of those that you know it's it's storybook ending like I'm grateful I have a dream job you know it's it's awesome work for this company um, like Jim's saying, great people to work around. Um, I think
1: the beer tastes better too when you love it.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. We put and when we, you I make know. it. Yeah, I mean we're, yeah. we're passionate about. It. We really do care about the quality of the product that comes out. And whenever we put out, you know, subpar product, where you know we try our best not to. And if it ever gets out there, it's like, you know, not
1: happy about it. All right. So the name Levante. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. The I'm a mean? soccer guy.
2: Yeah. There's a Spanish team. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Any connection? No. No, so it's it's. I do mo- want a jersey though. So Levante in all the romance languages—Spanish, Portuguese, Italian—means to elevate, to rise. Yeah, that's our whole thing: elevating craft, elevating, elevating the, the craft. community. Yeah. Um, that's that's the spirit of the company. We got into this to, to you know better our community, better ourselves as people, as owners, as teammates. Um, work collectively with other local businesses and elevate their craft and ours, you know, and expand from each other. Um, and we've been true to it, but a lot of the inspiration for Levante comes from Italy. Okay. So, you know, Tim and, uh, and another founder that we had, they were inspired by the local Tuscany wineries where you would go to these small little wineries, and I've been to them, and it's, it's beautiful. And you meet the owners. And you get a real immersive personalized experience. We wanted to do the same thing at the Westchester Taproom. And I think after six years we've been able to keep a small, you know, presence. You know, we've got a lot more employees now and you know, we're a little older, a little wiser. Um, but we're still a young company and, and we still have that mom and pop's look and feel and I cherish that. And I and I think that's the good thing about it. So this this next question I have for
1: you The two times I've asked it, I've not got an answer that I expected at all. So, buckle up. Ready? uh Why Westchester?
2: All right. (laughs) So, the honest reason? Yeah. We found a location there, and we love Westchester. And the location was next to the university, but not in the borough. It had parking. It was inexpensive. I'm not enough parking. It, oh, yeah, that's the problem. I mean, that was that that turned into a problem. Um, it had good neighbors. Still does. Good other businesses there. It's near two o two. Easy to get to, and all of us are Chester County guys. You know, um, geographically desirable. Totally. And did you do any
1: extensive market research before going in? Or were you guys just like
2: we did, but it was more of not just. Westchester and the borough is more of Chester County as a whole and, and those demographics. Because I'm trying to think,
1: six years ago
2: we were the only game in town. I was trying really. to think who else was right. there. Well, there was Boxcar, they were in the city. Si- there they're Iron in, um, yeah. in Iron Hill. And Iron Hill. And Victory. Um, and we were really the only game in town until I think about 2017 and then Locust Lane popped up. 2018 and 19. There was, that's when you saw the, the, the expansion of um, Phoenixville with Root Down, um, Stable 12. So, you know, pockets of interest. But now the borough has wrong crowd and artillery yeah. right in the backyard, which is nice. I think we'll complement each other really well. You've got Stolen Sun. John's doing a bang-up job in Exton. We're, Chester County's turned into a, a real cool beer mecca of a the county.
1: Yeah, There's a nice little map down here.
2: Yeah. And okay. you got the wrong oh, crowd. Can, can
1: I
0: step on your toes for a sec? Yeah, you already did, so go ahead. All right. So you were both here since 2015. Just after that is when that crazy, that Levante line life started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where, like Thursday, <laughs> Thursday, 5 o'clock yeah. releases. I'm just yeah. going to grab a pillow. I mean, I'll be back. I, that's where, that's... I was there at the first one, and I was just hooked from the from from the beginning. There, it was just such an incredible community, and you, you did such a great job of make, of doing your best to make everybody happy. Thank you. When there were too many people, you adjusted, you pivoted every single time. But it was just, it was such a, a great community. I would spend the whole week setting up trades and prepping everything, like getting ready, and then Thursday, I would leave work. I work in Herford. Way down near like Boyertown, and I would leave as soon as I could so that I could get all get all the way up 100, to get to Levante, jump in line, and be there with everybody. I mean. That was just such a beautiful line life and so yeah. well done. And the way you had it, it was in that giant overhead. Yeah, so you were getting perfect. rained on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It was rough in the winter sometimes with the wind cutting through, but the parking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep, be yep, so yep. Like I said, not not enough but parking. I just I loved that line life. So did we. I mean we such, did. He's seemed time. I feel like you that's the hallmark
1: too. of a really successful brewery is that sort of offshoot community that they build. Yeah. Because I can think, in my, I'm going through the roll in my head and I'm thinking of all the really great breweries that I like to be associated yep. with, that I like to do that at, and they're all just very special. And
3: you
0: know,
1: kind of
3: he at, at a certain point when we when things got pretty bad with the line life to the point where you know, like you said, we have some great neighbors, but we had some that weren't a huge fan of yeah, that. Yeah, um, yep. you, know, we, you know, it was it, it got there's like the field of dreams, you know, mentality of you know, you know, serve it and they will come. Where it got to the point where we were, you know, no more of this line life stuff, let's throw it in a fridge, say it's available, and you know, come get it. And so, line life sort of. You know, adapted from, you know, the line to... And I think that happened all across the industry as well. Um, People got over it, but, you know, it was always, uh, you know, let's... We'll still offer the beer to whoever wants it, just not in the you know. This is the only time you can get it, sort of.
1: But the very sort of timely. You should check Burley's Instagram post today.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean Levante yeah. was my was my first line and my last. That was the best line. Awesome. Always such yeah. a fantastic yeah. time. You're I love right. seeing the
3: trades in the beer in the beer shares going on in the park. <laughs> is was, that the
0: alley that this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean it was just such yeah. a super <laughs> cool. That
2: secretive alley, that's the alley. And we, I mean, I think that you know. We drew inspiration from Tired Hands, hands that was doing it down in Ardmore. And, you know, we, we had a scarce product for a while. And so line life evolves when you have scarcity and quality. And there weren't many other competing breweries around us and no one was really canning. And, and not, a, not a lot of us had a canning line. We were using mobile canning. So mobile canning starts to rise. Everybody can can. All these new breweries fire up, so they're canning. There's, again, a lot more options for people. And then to Matt's point, we had a collective decision. We loved the line life. We also were like, we're making people stand in line for hours with their children. and. They're coming out of work with their suits on and you they're can't like, reason right, they're with running red people. lights to get here run- <laughs> and, I, and I was just like I love the party and the beer trades and the line life but ultimately I think we felt and I hated to see it go. but even I kind of got wise and said I agreed with, with Matt and, Ver- and various others to said. Is this really the level of customers? Is this what we want to do to our customers? And we started creating more beer, so there was no more panic and scarcity, and then the lines evaporated within a few months. Um, we've had a couple where, you know, and it's now it's funny when we have a line. It's like, holy right. crap! There's a line right. of 60 people going out of Carter of trying to get in. You know, I'm for- just
0: saying, planning a line once or twice a year would be a really fun throwback.
2: Oh, a line
1: life party. Like, oh, I like
3: that. Hey, we're I think gonna it'd be cool.
0: <laughs> you don't like,
1: have to get in line, but right, right. We'll be prepared for I it. I feel like line life is the equivalent of a standing ovation.
3: what's
0: yeah, understand. It is certainly a compliment.
2: <laughs> and I think people are also, you know, I mean, someone like yourself and me, I, I love it. But I think people got fatigued by it. And again, there's a lot of really good, fresh cheaper beer options where you can go to x endeavors where you can go to that's the a good point because right now like i can't that. think now of a beer down. that i want
4: to
0: go stand on yeah. i'm believe it or not i'm i'm more of a introvert most of the time and i actually met a lot of my really good friends in line, cool. standing in line next to someone like hey like brian's standing right over there like yep. i met that guy in a line at levante um there's there's so much community behind it. too. yeah. yeah.
2: I, I do miss it. Um, and you know, I think that's probably something to experiment with. Like maybe maybe we do something where, and again, to the listening audience, it's not to try to create a problem, <laughs> fake hype, but just reminiscing,
1: kids. <laughs> We're just reminiscing. We do
2: we do it just a, but seriously, a we just do cans. a two barrel system. A two bar- Oh, well, that was crazy. Two so cans, here's off. where we got in trouble. We had the equivalent of an online flash sale. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, June. Resurrection by Tickle? We made a quad. Oh, yeah. Resurrection by Tickle. (laughs) We only had 144 (laughs) four-packs because it was an experiment. And we said we're going to put them on at midnight, and they were gone by 12.03. Yeah, and that didn't go over well, and we decided we would never do that again. It wasn't to hurt anybody. It was yeah. just it was oh, an issue with the shopping crap. cart. Right? We, we, set oh, our, yeah. we set our
0: alarms. yeah. I, I remember it very I well. I felt
2: I was taking arrows for days, and you know we we took care of we people. We just
0: tried to do something fun.
2: It and was a mistake.
0: Even before that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's uh, Please Take One. The first time you did Please Take One, Yep. that that one was super limited, too. It was yeah. like one four-pack. Second anything. one
2: sold out in a day. Yeah. Can't make it anymore, though. Yeah. <laughs> you fill in the blanks. Yep. Yeah. No more peanut yeah. butter beer coming from us. A
0: little too orange and too How many edges up? on that can. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> they said, don't do it anymore, about That beer Somebody, was way yeah. more
0: expensive than we originally
2: planned. Very expensive to beer to make. <laughs> That's all we'll say. Cease. that's why when i'm looking at breweries in pa or beer gods or beer nerds and i'm seeing just blatant patent infringement i'm like it is cool to kind of be on somebody's radar though like that you know well remember these companies have software that scans social media looks for these things and alerts them to it disney is one you don't want to mess with Uh, Well,
1: i'm just confused about all those star wars stuff coming from down south do gonna, don't
2: even get. They're gonna get you. that nonsense. They're gonna get. You. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I don't
1: All right. So Terrible I always beer. thought the line life and the great demand for your beer came from this the nostalgia of brewing beer in a mushroom growing facility.
3: It used to be a mushroom growing An entire facility. And a tire yeah.
2: warehouse. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And a tire
3: warehouse. Before it was Carter. Mushrooms Ford. and tires. It had mushrooms and it <laughs> had tires. The walls were black. Yeah. The floors are sloped like it was
1: a mushroom. warehouse You win because uh, Stable Twelve had a horrible story about what they had to go through to repurpose their place. That sounds awful. I was not there for the the yeah. mushroom stuff.
2: No, I wasn't there for the mushroom stuff, and I was right after the cleaning and the painting and all that fun stuff. I came in and the tanks were there, but we didn't have we we didn't have the boiler hooked up couldn't run it yet so we were brewing everything on a one barrel system which we still have um is that your test batch system Yeah, not, uh,
3: well, not, not anymore, anymore actually it, it was we're now we we figured out that we can brew on the big system just smaller batches what's it's the size of your system right now what do you run? 15 barrels 15? yeah we have the biggest tanks we have are 60s um but we're we're definitely we've outgrown our facility certainly totally <laughs> that's an understatement
1: yeah and You've I've renovated that space at least once, right?
2: Well, yeah, Carter or, drive, we drive, the original. So. I mean, when we first built the tap room, <laughs> I think. Perfect. What happened? Low expectations. Oh. <laughs> I think I got, I think we had $1,000 to, like, paint and dress the place up, buy some barrels that are still there above the bathrooms. and Then we had a couple of $100 maybe three months later. And we had $15 we could go and get a paintbrush and paint something, and and it evolved organically. And then we were like, let's put this fake brick facade up there. And that kind of, that looked better. And then it got destroyed during COVID. We used it as the curbside warehouse. We beat the crap out of it. Everything was damaged. It was terrible. Um, And so the guy spent a bunch of weeks painting, refinishing, changing the whole inside. It's a bit of a darker theme now. I think it's a bit more more modern, but still cool. I've never seen the place look better. Yeah. We actually like took care of our floors. We had painted them. And then when people would walk on, and the paint would come up, and it would look filthy. And I used to freak, so then we'd paint them. And then a month later, they were filthy. Now we finally got like real floors. And we were broke as a joke. We almost went out of business twice. Hi. You like that fun pack? <laughs> that's
0: awesome. Twice. Not awesome, but that's yep. a good pack.
2: Every brewery's got a horror story or two. We got a couple. Well, we were close. I mean, well, we were on the ropes. We were real flooded. close. what flooded. Yeah, I remember that. That was a
1: horrible story. So you're right. Every, you know, doesn't kill you. makes you stronger. Yeah. yeah. And you just have to rise
3: so one thing I've learned about this industry is that A any mistakes that you make you better learn from them and not make them again and B um, you know it, it's mistakes can be costly and so do whatever you can to avoid them um, also just don't get discouraged by them you know it's, it's easy to get frustrated or angry about we're something and right. you know yes. on swimming at the end of the day it's just beer we you know. still make mistakes we're not doctors people aren't dying
2: <laughs> We, we <laughs> had some winners in 2020 some real costly learning opportunities that you know uh this seltzers that one thing yep <laughs> you
0: yep. know yep. We, we learned
2: yeah we we learned S- wholesale <laughs> really threw us because our products are not built to be on shelves They're built to be direct-to-consumer, and they need to be refrigerated and cold, and everybody knows the story of small craft breweries that put fruit in beers. If the temperature gets to 60 degrees or higher for about two days, you're going to get re-fermentation in the can. Can seems ripped, beer all over your refrigerator, all
1: over your basement. And can we kindly say that wholesale audience may not be as educated
2: well, you don't put those beers should, on shelves you know but
3: and that's that is that is definitely a uh, one of the dividing topics in the industry i've noticed is you yep. know it's there's the you know treat this like a perishable product and then there's the you know every product you should put out you put out should be self-shelf stable but you know the reality is you know beer is a excuse me a living organism it, it's you know, there's active yeast in there, and if you don't have the ability to pasteurize, yeah, there you're going to have some sort of re-fermentation, you know? Or well, if you're not putting in sulfites, you know, it, it's... But we won't do that. It, yeah, it, we're not going to Treat it like
1: milk, man. <laughs> yep. Keep right. it cold, right. yeah. and don't keep it too long. Right, yeah. and, and you know,
2: I mean, literally, just a couple of weeks ago, or a week ago... Just a suggestion that we're gonna put some directions on our cans, potentially to say refrigerate, keep refrigerated, drink within 34 to 45 degrees. I I stole it from Aslan, I saw them last week and I was looking on their cans and I have some Aslan to share with you by the way. And you'll see it, where they clearly have learned the same lessons and are trying to educate their consumer. I think that's something we just need to do. I don't know if anybody's gonna read it, but I don't wanna see people have issues with our product. And if they do, and they reach out to us we always compensate we always compensate no one's be- gonna have a bad experience on their own dime right. with us no i one.
0: have never once Seen and anyone say that they weren't taken care of, that they had the slightest little issue, even if it was their fault. Levante always took That's all it. we have. This guy That's does our, a fantastic job. Yeah. Thank you. you do, I appreciate you it. it.
2: I, I,
1: every single time
2: I sure. am, I have been the guy that has. I'm not, this is not a conceit, it's I'm, I'm proud of it. You have to have okay. a certain mentality fan. for customer service, um, it's not always fun. And some people, you know, can get pretty upset.
1: Fear nerds are, aren't reasonable people. <laughs> well, it's it's actually... You know, I said, <laughs> take Jim off the hook. I said that. They're not reasonable people. Speaking
2: is one of them. I'll tell I love you. 99.99% <laughs> <99. laughs> <99. laughs> of any critical interaction we've had has always ended up on a positive, yeah. And we made friends. Um, I think people have legitimate gripes with any business and they need to be heard and you can't ignore them and I think when people know that they're being attended to and that they have our attention and that there's a remedy everyone's like oh I'm cool now that's all they ask for that's all the customer wants I just wanted them to care
3: we care you know it's like going back to saying like he's our biggest fan it's like he has the ability to put himself in those shoes you know he is he has that perspective where you know he's he imagines if he was on the other end, uh, you know, as that customer. And, he, and that's why he's so well-equipped to do what he does. Um, is, you know, he's, he's again, it, uh, very happy to have him as the customer facing, you know, Nobody the person to do it. <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he is
2: info at levantebrewing.com. <laughs> yeah, <it's the> <laughs> every, <to> <laughs> every email, every Facebook post, every everything I see, every comment, every untapped rating, all 480-something thousand of them.
0: Every I one of them gets liked. No, they don't. Almost everyone. Yeah,
2: you, you don't know the you don't know the algorithm that we use. No. Okay. Well, you have to figure it out. Well, yeah. a lot of mine
0: get liked. I don't think I've ever had one that wasn't. So. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> yeah. But I, have no, been,
2: that's a, that's I have been I have been looking job. at every single one. I look for at them for years. QA purposes. Yeah. Yep. No,
0: Make I sure need the back aren't bad. bad. When you were talking about learning from your mistakes, not making that same mistake again, when you start to get a little experimental and try new things. Does it make you horribly nervous?
3: No. I, so no? what's what's cool is that, we, you know, having, you learn, again, you learn from your past, where, where it's not necessarily even a mistake, but a success. And so you know what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Um, and that at least, and also doing research enables you, or you can, you know, figure out, like, I, I reference a lot of home stuff because they've done it. You know, they're the ones sure. willing to, you know, at a small scale, throw in, you know, Crazy dosing of lemongrass and there's Saison, and they, and you know, you get that anecdotal evidence of, you know, this seemed this to work. Maybe
1: some delicious Earl Grey tea. Yes, <laughs> yeah. That you well, refuse to make again? No, we make it every one. July. Well, so Do it's, you remember this argument we've had? No, you know, we, we make it.
2: We made it last <laughs> year. We just made it again. It's almost two It's coming soon. See, it's coming. It's coming. Every July. It's coming. <laughs>
1: He's
2: coming. No, this guy. I
1: love that. I love that beer. Um,
3: <laughs> this one is a little bit more tea. Yes. go into it on this batch. That's I will say it's it's a little more spicy. We're talking
1: about the Earl of Newland. Yes. And I
3: love that. Good. Good luck. Well, yeah, this is a it's a, definitely a tea beer. They've all it's always been a tea beer. But you know, so it's like the other day I, we were putting grains of paradise in something, um, and I wasn't sure the dosing. And I looked on a home brewer forum and I found lots of different home brewers, and it, it ended up being like two grams per gallon or something like that. Um, but that was the you know the consensus with the home brewers of what works and like. You know able to do in that along with you know
1: what we've done in the past and just piggybacking off of that so, I want to jump on that you guys obviously have a rotational portfolio that you stick to yeah. what kind of waiver room do you have
3: it really depends on what you know marketing and wholesale want as well as retail um, you know we're we're trying to you know redevelop our R&D program we have two three-barrel tanks I think we're looking into getting some more um, just to you know see what you know, from a business perspective, what can we do to our beers to make them more profitable? But also from a creative perspective where, you know, what hot combination? And I work, think that, that's you know? an important
2: balance. Yes, yeah, sure.
3: It's an yeah. important balance. Yeah,
2: it is. It is. I mean, you know, the some of these beers are pretty expensive to make. I mean, and, um, and in the end, it is a business. You have to be, you know, financially profitable. And I think... I think when we had our couple of flirtations with going out of business, it hardened us. It changed our course a little bit. Made us um, maybe get a little more serious and stop goofing around. And and not necessarily with a beer, but get smarter and focused and organized and uh, and grow up a little bit,
3: you know? You know, what COVID at least taught me, you know, I was... When I when COVID started, I was lead brewer, and I shifted into um, production manager. But the
1: the supply chain issues because of COVID, you know, there were well, we were talking uh, who who are we talking hop contracts with? Who, was that Scott or was that uh, I think we talked with both of them. Yeah, yeah. It's the hop contracts deal with the devil, right?
3: <laughs> well, so we you know we To some degree yeah you know we actually you know expanded and we had to find new contracts. You know we were we were looking for. You know, I think we ended up adding like eight thousand pounds to you know over the course of COVID that you know we didn't necessarily need, but because our demand went through the roof, you know we we had to do that. Six hundred
2: percent. That those first three months, yeah, so yeah. So, yeah, And
3: thankfully, you know, it's right. like what's all, what I love about this industry is that we all are friendly with each other.
1: And That's the amazing part. You guys referenced earlier, like um, people were coming to you for help when when the COVID hit, and you had to pivot and. We've, we've talked to a number of different breweries, and that's the really cool thing about this. Oh. There's so many things that are challenging about the industry, but one of the amazing things is kind of like, it's so cliche, that, that, that whole brotherhood. Thing, you have man, to. People have yeah. got each other's backs. You names know? right. And yeah, it's you know, like, you know, to.
3: it's... it's Because all breweries have different models. It's like, even, even you know, I'm not going to name any names, but, yeah, yeah. you know, breweries that we could constantly consider, you know, direct competitors, we still consider friends, you know, will still, you know, call us and say you're short... Pops, small, whatever, whatever you need. And everybody's
1: yeah. collaborating. So it's
3: yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, uh, you know, and that's that's what I love about the industry. You know, instead, you know, not only do we, you know, for marketing purposes get to collaborate, but we also get to, you know, share share ideas. You know, share processes. You know, and, and we learn from each other, and, and we're, we end
2: up all growing as a result. Speaking of mm-hmm. collaborations, <laughs> yeah. so our friends. Down in Alexandria, Virginia, Aslan Beer Company, who we've collaborated with before. We're, we're big
1: fans. We may have done them two or three times on the show.
2: We're working with them again. How are you? Yeah, I was just down to see uh, Kai and those guys on Saturday, and they were gracious hosts as always, and they're, their operation makes us look like small potatoes. Oh, yeah. I mean, they are doing amazing stuff. Are you aware of the connection
3: of us, you know, of Westchester to Aslan? I am not. So... For my for as i understand it kai met his wife at westchester university they both attended there and so they actually have a beer called westchester um and that's you know that was that's kind of that kind of was our you know in or at least foot in the door with those guys like hey you know we're your sort of hometown brewery you know and, and since then you know it's like they're we owe great. them a lot at least when it comes to understanding how to produce you know high gravity beers at least they're
2: they're, they're really great people yeah. this one's and, called yeah, yeah and they're awesome UFO Tofu. they're Nice 5.5% very sessionable IPA.
0: Sessionable IPA. We love sessionable IPAs. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Especially when they contain alcohol. We did uh, a few episodes back, we did a, a non-alcoholic episode. It was the
1: worst episode we've ever and done. And
0: a non-alcoholic beer, labeled, uh, they labeled their IPA as a sessionable IPA. It was well, At 0%, it would be fairly sessionable, I <laughs> think.
2: like... That's like when you go for Halloween and someone gives you celery. Yeah. You're not. What's the point? What's the point? So, guy. cheers. You know, give this yeah, one a shot, guys. Again, Thank Thank so thanks for being here. It's got a nice nose on it. It's tasty.
0: So this entire time I was super oh, yeah. involved in the conversation yep. and I completely ignored all our comments. But it's a good thing because we don't actually have too many. Since there are like thirty-five of our followers here, yeah, a, a here
1: little shout-out. I think we've, we've taken over six or seven tables here at the stables. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we have, we have a solid core crew that um, rolls with us. Um, cool. And uh, so, thank you to you guys for coming out tonight. Thanks, so, guys. Wow,
0: um, oh, this is great. It's really nice. It's super refreshing.
2: Yeah, it's perfect. Perfect spring summer sessionable here. Yeah. yeah, super fresh. Um, they had just amazing beers down there, and they're doing some incredible stuff. Label art's nice. Yeah, it it's I've been, just I've like Taco
0: been. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's a forward and backward the same palindrome. Yep.
4: Oh
1: yeah. yeah.
0: They like their palindrome beers <laughs> down there in Aslan. Do they? Yeah. They have Taco Cat. Oh, we may is there. or
1: may not be stopping by on the way down.
0: Yeah, I hope we can get down to uh, to Aslin and uh, You're
2: heading down to Richmond.
0: And uh, hopefully stop by Bloody well, Chainsaw. We're, we're probably stop. repeating. Do you know Bloody
2: Chainsaw? No. Let's, tell me about Should've that.
0: brought some. That's a fail on our part. You are the Bloody Chainsaw um, master. So Bloody Chainsaw is one guy. He's he a, hasn't found an actual location. Jim, yet. his beard.
2: He's a gypsy bro. Oh, my
0: God. Um, oh, my God. He, 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 he does not gypsy he he made? Made. We'll get back together. And i he I'll just gives everything away. So... He can't sell it, he can't trade for it, that would be against the against the law. So he continues to brew and refine all his recipes and get everything going and he'll just, if you, if you can get lucky enough to get in contact with him, you could get a bottle of what he makes and try it. So we
1: may have to do a follow-up and show yeah. after Richmond where we come back and oh we'll, uh, we'll have all kinds of stuff to share with you guys. Oh, Every awesome. stuff
0: that is just so, well, we do, so
1: good. We just, and, awesome. on an upcoming episode, we're featuring his Peach, cinnamon, vanilla. We were made for peach other. We were made for peach other, yeah.
2: (laughs) And his his stouts are It was like a warm
1: hug. It was a
2: warm (laughs) hug. It was like a
0: warm (laughs) hug from your grandma.
2: That's that's awesome. We uh, you know we uh, we hit a bunch of places down in Richmond. Um, Triple Crossing, the Vale, Answer, Basin, God, where else? We're bingo, Arden, just all over the place. Have
0: you been to Hardywood down there?
2: You know, we didn't get there. We were, we just ran out of time. With so many, They're really it, it, that's a whole week trip. Um, and we pushed it. We did about nine, starting at eleven in the morning. Well, first we went to uh, Mekong, hung out at the bar there. Get this. There goes your night. <laughs> and I'm like, we're in trouble because we started at like eleven o'clock when they open or whatever it was. And then we go. Then we we rolled around to uh, the answer. And then just hit a bunch of different places. Seven o'clock. It was getting stupid. Like. It's tough. I was kind of hammered. It's tough. <laughs> and my boy Sean. Hey, Sean. We were kind of hammered, dude. Hey, We were hammered. I'm glad I called the ball on that. It's we tough. We met these cool dudes down there, right? We just, we kind of just sat at a table. They were hilarious, right? We partied with them, raised hell like we had been friends for years. Like, it was just, I don't know how, like, it was just getting blurry by that time. Uh, and then so who is this? This, That's the who best. Is this this is best. Atlanta, Richmond. Oh. And it got a little hazy at Star Hill. <laughs> and then I was like, "We gotta go home." So we got in the Uber and went back to the hotel. We watched the Sixers game. We ordered Chinese food to the hotel. Get this <laughs> after, shit. After being at <laughs> Dude, get this. Shit. I'm on DoorDash, folks. And I'm like, I'll take the General Tso's chicken, and I'll take this. You were at the home, didn't you? And I hand it over to my boy, Sean. He's hammered, and he gets three times the food by accident because he's hitting it. A hundred and something dollars worth of Chinese food shows up in two big bags. And there's only two of us watching the Sixers game. And I'm like, what the the DoorDash guy's like, what the the hell's going on in here at a hotel party? It's higher? I know. I was like, when he opened up the door he was grinning. Like, what are you two doing? You making a film in there? So I was like, Whoa. We just like put it in the bathtub. He He hands me this food, the whole floor reaped of Chinese food. And we watched the Sixers play. And I look over and my boy's passed out. It was (laughs) it was a good day. And it was a safe day, but I'm like, I'm too old for this what shit. What would you do with the food? Well, I ate mine. Yeah. And then he ate his. And, <laughs> and the, other the, other <laughs> the other two people weren't there. The other two people weren't there. I'm like, what are we doing with this? We literally bagged it up and stuck it outside of the door. And we tipped, we tipped the help big time. Because uh, that was not right. Boo-goo <laughs> guy pan for you. Boo-goo yeah. guy
1: pan for you. Um, if anybody was hungry that
2: night, rolled by about 9 o'clock. <laughs> we're like, yeah, that looks pretty fresh. It was insane. <laughs> Room service. It was That's insane. Awesome.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, these guys are crazy. I met, the first time we met, you remember, was up at Funk. That was a in, good day. Up in uh, oh, Bethlehem. I was, I had, we were going up to a concert up at Steel Stacks.
2: Yeah, it was me, Andy, Bicho, Sean, and, and we yeah, 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 You,
1: Andy, and Sean, and I was wearing my Levante second anniversary shirt. I was up at the bar drinking. I came walking back, and this dude walked past me. He's like, nice shirt, man. And I was like, thanks. And then we got to talking, and yep. it was him. And uh, love at first sight. You guys, you guys, um, I like how you do your, you do your field work. You guys get out and about and check stuff out. Two oh,
2: hundred and twenty-something breweries. I used to love going to Funk. Funk is underrated. They are. They have. They. I think it's a. Their pilsner is called King. I may may mess it up, but it's like it's like King Ludwig or King something. Uh, it's terrible. I don't remember the name. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, and then citrus is always a banger. And double citrus. But it's yeah,
1: a fun time.
2: Good beer country up there. Um, got the guys from Bonn who are just super awesome people. Bonn place. Lost Tavern guys, we love them. Oh, they're um, really good. Oh people. yeah. Oh yeah. We've we, we mixed it up people. with them a yeah. bunch of times. Yeah <laughs> when we met at um, They're fun
0: dank days at the at the raw beer fest the the lost tavern guys they were yeah. along with us yeah. the whole entire time if you, <laughs> did you, tony, you tony and ken no but i can yep, <laughs> get what yeah.
2: you got there man tom
0: brought
3: something
2: for you oh oh little oh, horace oh hello oh well we like this oh we like hello let me see this there. What is that?
1: We, do, we always do a little... <laughs> thank you, sir. <laughs> we we you always go. do a little feature That's called fancy, the guest fancy. beer. So we love all the beers that you guys are pumping on. Oh, this is great. But to, I to thank you for ride. hosting us, we always like to bring a little guest
2: beer in. I appreciate that. And Tom, quite a whale you of want to beer walk there. the kids
0: through this beer? So I was lucky enough this year to win the lottery to get a horse membership. Nice. So I got every horse bottle I could get my hands on. It cost me basically more than a used car would cost me to get all these bottles from California home. I did not do it again because it's just, it's a huge, very huge investment. But, but we're I really excited have, about this beer. I do. I have a, a lot of <laughs> so really, really, really great beers. Could that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I bought a case of this one. Okay. So the case was the limit, so you got to hit that limit. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, feel, Good down, yeah, That one's a, uh, it's uh, a, one of Horace's most successful beers was called Dose. So this one is called Another Dose, which is basically oh. the same exact recipe, yeah. but You not year.
2: have given this to me because he's going <laughs> to hear it. This it, is, this is other well, levels. So this here's is the incredible. deal. Um, this is the aroma. I haven't even tasted it
1: Tom yeah. is, well, I already talked about Tom being a fanboy. And he's probably angry at me right now because I didn't – he told me I had to mention specific – we lost these two. They're gone. Um, <laughs> so it's like, you know, for me, it's like, I. you know, I – to
3: be perfectly honest, like, I don't get out much when it comes to, like, craft beer nowadays. You know, I'm not chasing bottles as much as I used to be, like, super – you know don't get me wrong I, you know if the opportunity per- i i'm the type of person that i will either either drink very cheap beer like miller light or like if i'm buying beer like I'm, I'm spending good money by
1: the way that was one of the like questions beer. i was going to ask that i'm not going to get to oh okay all right all right but like, like your post-shift you know, beer
3: oh any anything like like a lager some lager pilsner anything light. you know i'm i'm over the lactose thing but this one, it's like, I'm, I, you this know, I just so like, good. I want to know how to make this beer. And I'm just like, I'm looking at the body, and this stuff's like motor oil. Have you guys ever had Hornswoggler?
1: Yes. Oh, yeah.
3: You know,
0: well, it's like.
1: <laughs> what I was trying to say is, he told me I had to mention what beer?
0: Mercurial Soap. Because
1: he loves. That really? Beer. Awesome. Good, good beer. Oh.
0: Good, good, good. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. That's the one where you buy the case when it's available and. Put it in the back of the fridge, and then every couple weeks you can have one. You have to ration yourself because it's not always available. So you can have one every couple weeks, and it lasts you almost through the until I want a barrel you make it again.
2: Asian, Burgundy barrels. Oh my goodness! It, in would, any be, barrel. it would be good. But
0: just the real silk itself. But it's just an amazing. See, bag. I kept my promise. Thank you, sir. You're
2: welcome. Perfect <laughs> temperature on this one too. Oh you yeah, know, it's room temp, and it's just so. It is real thick. It's great. You know, body. I'm trying to just no. take a paladin. For, for me,
0: it's a touch on the sweet side.
3: I think that I'm, I'm thinking there's maltodextrin in here. Totally, I have to believe there's malted. Just given the body on it and, and how sweet it is, um, but you know, it's like that's <laughs> that's why it's like our stouts are not this thick. No, right? and I, you know, it's I think that's one thing we may need to do, you know, in the future is. Maybe throw some multi in and just get that
0: body. But people like body. People yeah. do like body. Right. This guy—it doesn't, doesn't bother me. This guy likes body. But if you, the flavor's there, I don't care. <laughs> but but you're, could, you're, could could yeah.
3: any of you drink a 16 ounce of a Hornswoggler? No. no.
0: Right. You know, it's, it's like beer. there's a, right. But this so, is there's a, a certain, certain amount of
3: too much body. You know, it's like in finding I mean, that balance.
2: We put out some some barrel-aged imperial stouts lately that I believe have body almost similar to that. I would agree. And I remember when you know Matt was so busy, and they're like, "Dude, can you do something with these barrels?" And Of course, I only got to like ten of them out of a hundred, and we were dumping a lot of our barrel stuff. It just got away from us, you know. Uh, yeah. But, the but there were some gems. Yeah. And those gems were we didn't, and then we used to blend them too, and I was insist on like Matt, don't blend them take it right out of the barrel it has all the fruity different complex esters it was you know one was in a in a hungarian oak tequila barrel one was in a burgundy barrel and or bordeaux excuse me and they were just so fantastic Um, and i think that those personally if you're into something like this i think that was where we took a leap up and we have to get back into yeah, because I, I more of the barrel age stuff there that we is, used to do. Especially with you guys,
1: I feel like there is a market there for some of those sexy black
2: bottles that are covered in wax. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. That's why I wanted to bring it back, you know, and, and we did it I, it's mean, I can, well, We wanna do it, right. That's the thing. That, that was the, the key We know? talked about it. We're like, that beer has gotta be so banging in that bottle. Or that just completely dilutes the whole right. sub brand that we were trying to do, and we've done three of them, and I think they've been they've been fantastic. You know, it's like going back
3: to you know the, that you know this is the business is, is that we I don't want to put out a product that is subpar just for the sake of making money. You know, and like that's. You know, granted we still always want to make money, but it's like it's you that know, balance
1: we were talking right. about. Right, you have to find
3: that balance, and you know, with barrel aging stuff, is what you know. It was only really like it kind of got away from us. We we started a barrel program that was too big for any of us to handle. Where we had to focus on you know what's in the stainless tanks, and then the seller work with the barrel aged stuff got away from us to the point where you know we had to make decisions on you know this is too bad, let's get rid of it. This is good, let's package it now, so that you know we can save it and get it out of the barrel and. And we, we learned from that that, you know, barrel, barrel aging is its own thing. And, you know, it needs its own focus. It needs and care and, uh, and feeding. It right. needs someone
2: who is in charge. Right. We need a cellarman Right. You know? Um,
1: I didn't want to ask that, but I wanted to ask that. Yeah. Like, because you're right. It's a whole... It's
2: part of it, but it's almost seven. Think about what free will does and how much they have... How much time... And care and feeding that they invest in that program—that's the level. If you want it to be something that is, I feel like it's been a decade. They're incredible. Right? Well, this is. And
1: Nate is no joke when it
3: comes. It's really to good. The, it's good. The, I still you know, feel honestly. I feel
0: like it, for me, for uh, it's it's on the sweet side. But, but it is it's good. I love oh, the nose on, on the sweet. Side.
1: It's sweet, but it's really come. I like sweet yeah. though, so I'm loving this. Um, so our guy she just gave us the. All right, gotta wrap it up. I want to ask you one thing. <laughs> we didn't talk about the stables at all. Okay. How
2: did this come about? The first phase or the second phase? <laughs> Let's
1: go second phase. Yeah.
2: We're in the third phase at this point. Second phase.
3: Well, okay. yeah, second. Two point five. I feel like I feel yeah. I feel like <laughs> second phase was co- pre-COVID. So,
2: this is like the third phase now. This is true. So <laughs> first phase was experimental back in twenty seventeen. May
0: not open again.
2: It was huge, uh, but you know we had a conditional use of the property, and then the township said, "If you want to keep going, you got to make some changes." We didn't have the money at the time. Um, it was sad. We had some neighbors back there that did not like us. Yep, and I'd like to say that I can relate to all of that. But the township asked the right for the right things. Can you guys please grow up and use real bathrooms and public sewer and? You know, in a parking lot and all, you know, be a respectable business. We just didn't have the money, so we had to stop. The property owner is a great guy. Over the last couple of years, he invested a lot of money. I think he was thinking of doing something himself, changed course, got the place ready for another brewery or restaurant to come in. And when I was driving down the street one day, it was December of 2019, maybe November of 2019, I looked over... And I saw that they were building a parking lot, and I'm like, what is going on over there? And I called my partners. I'm like, somebody's going to jump in our grave. This place is special to us. We hated closing it the first time. Yeah. We There's caught, a lot of love for this we place. We called up man. the landowner. It's a special place. He it goes, yeah, cool man, if, ready to go if you want to come back. Struck a deal brought jeff devlin the host of diy network stonehouse revival he's a buddy of mine he comes in we used to play music together we used to be like in a cover band and all that stuff he rolls in here the guy's got more talent in his pinky than i have in my entire body and blows this place up he did everything we just were like we're just like just go for it because you don't get in the way of him he's amazing He redoes this whole place. We open in February of 2020. Here comes the uh, coronavirus three or four weeks later. Yeah. We tried to push it another week.
4: <laughs> everybody
2: well. freaked out. You guys better close, and we shut down. We literally are calling. We were like, we're going to shut down. Shut the place down, and we we were sad like everybody else. And then we could open it gradually, and now it's in full effect. It's beautiful. Thank it's you so beautiful. much. It's beautiful.
3: I love seeing it back to this. To I day. mean,
1: on a... For an outside drinking experience kids, top notch. You can't get you. better it, than
0: this. Other another brewery wouldn't be as at home as Levante is here. Yeah, right, it's right, it's, right. A, it's a it's
1: Levante standard. Perfect partnership. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well it almost was another brewery, yep.
0: but there's a whole other story. Not
1: That'll yeah. be a different episode. That's that's uh, not uh, public knowledge. That's
3: not public <laughs> knowledge.
0: Now yeah. it's slightly public. <laughs> Many places
3: Seven. are looking at this. We didn't, yeah, we didn't, we didn't say a thing.
2: But uh, we're lucky to be here, and we're here long term. Happy to be here. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. Nice. Um, and it's a special place, like you said. It's family oriented. Um, you know, it's uh, it's, just it's just chill. It's an eight- yeah. 19th century German built farmhouse. Space to Civil spread War out. Era.
1: Hang yep. out on the grass. Yep. Hang out in the patio. Yep. Let your go kids inside. run around by yeah, the street. Yeah, it's awesome.
2: Yep. <laughs> I was just noticing the kids playing on the grass. <laughs> they're, they're having a
0: great time. <laughs> they're having a great it's time. It's Chester
2: County's biggest daycare. <laughs> Enjoy it. So. That's
0: it. They're not bothering anyone. No. Nope. Nope. Oh, Everyone's not as happy. happy. Nope.
1: It's great. It it's great. really it's great. is. It's, Thank it's you. I, I agree. So before we sign off tonight, I always do this at the end of every episode. What do you want people to know
2: about your bird? Wow. That's a good question. That is a
3: good question. Um, Yeah, you answer first, so I can think about this.
2: You know, I think, I think if people understood the passion and just the love and the hard work that our team does every day, and we don't get it right sometimes, and we make mistakes like everybody, but our, I want you to know that we're endeavoring to get better, to always elevating our craft to never, never, never growing pretentious for, or feeling that we should expect your business. We have to work hard and earn it every day. Um, and we're, I just think we're just a group of ordinary people trying to do something extraordinary.
3: Okay. Yeah, I, and so I, I, I hate to kind of piggyback off that answer, but the same thing is that, you know, we, the people, I could at least speak for the people that make the beer. Um, we genuinely care about the product that we're putting out the door, that we don't, you know, I talked about the business aspect, and, like, that's, you know, that's 49% of it. It's 51% of us caring about the product that we're making. I mean, you know, beers, I like to look at, you know, beer as, you know, every batch of beer that I make is divided up into pints. You know, we all shared pints of beer, and that that was an experience, you know. And so, like, that experience is, is, you know, That's what I think of every batch of beer and divide it up into experiences. Never lose sight of that, is is that we we truly do care about the product that we're putting out. Um,
2: But only 51% of the time.
1: (laughs) That's
0: a majority. I'm kidding.
2: I'm I'm sorry. You know what I meant. I know what you
0: meant. Tom, any last words? Um, That was the best answer I've ever heard. I mean, we haven't oh, done this that. too many times, but I'm a little goosebumpy. I'm a little misty. I love it here. Oh, no. I love Levante. Thank you so much for having us. This has just my God, been, guys, it's been a, a dream come true. Thank oh, you so funny. much. It's a pleasure. <laughs> this is awesome.
1: And my last words are from year two. I was on the Levante train. I got there year two um, from the moment I walked into the ball. The staff knew me, and they called me out by name, and they made me feel welcome. Um, if I'm dealing with full transparency here, uh, Jim and I may or ha- may or may not have had a beer or two off camera and outside our real world. So we're buddies outside the real world, and what you saw tonight is the kind of guy he really is. Thank you. So he's genuine. The company's genuine. The beer is fantastic. If you haven't been to Carter Drive, get there and hang out. It's a cool, chill vibe. In the summertime. Get your ass down to the stables because this That's spot fun. is one of the premier outdoor drinking spots. This place is covered in heaters all winter long. There's
4: heaters Once everywhere. again,
1: he's not happy unless he's complaining about what I'm You I'd can say. come here in the winter, too. <laughs> you can come down here and drink. All right, guys? You can so, drink in the snow. We're going to wrap up tonight's episode because we've gone me way too long. Yeah, Jim's mom is calling him to tell him what a great job he did. <laughs> And we just want to say, as always, if you've tuned in tonight and you're watching us live, we appreciate you. Thirty of you came out tonight to hang out with us and drink. It's right amazing. Yeah, and we would was. just like to say, as usual, ladies and gentlemen, tonight the beer was fantastic. These so guys great. from Levante were amazing. We we're we're barely adequate. We try. Yeah.
2: You have low expectations. We all try.
1: Hey. <laughs> Cheers, guys. See Thank you next week. so Cheers, much. We'll Thank, stay you. There. Thank you. Take care, Bye,
0: everyone.